Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Experience Matters podcast. Kent Clothier Sr., your host today. I'm going to be joined by my son, Chris, today, co-host and assisting us in this program today. I want to remind you that you can find us on video at the MemphisInvest.com website, also at Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. And we hope you join us and Leave your comments that we always encourage and read and bring up on the program. So again, uh, thank you for joining us today. And I think Chris has got a topic for us today that we're going to get into that may help a, a lot of our listeners and a lot of our guests. Chris? Yeah, man. We've been... Uh, first, thanks for having me back. I know that uh, you had a choice between me and Kevin today, and you you asked me to do another one with you, which is it's a big deal for me. Uh, well, this is two or three in a row with you, and I can't wait to get Kevin back in here, all right? Which... so. Your listeners, uh, they probably are not fully aware that there's a lot of truth in that. <laughs> you are probably ready to have Kevin back because I talk a lot. But this week, uh, Dad, we're going to just kind of stay with the theme. You know, we've done three or four in a row now, really honing in on uh, the turnkey side of things um, and, and the business and how it's been set up. I thought this week was a really good chance for us, Dad, to talk about, you know, what makes a good turnkey company. You and I have seen so many out there and had so many come to talk to us for advice and, and not to, not to pat us on the back, but it is kind of funny when you look back at the, at the tree here in Memphis at how many turnkey companies started either from yourself or, you know, your original partner or from the, you know, learning the business from us in, in one way or, or another from providing service and then going out and becoming a turnkey company. So we've, we've helped a lot of turnkey companies. Uh, a lot of companies have started from, you know, tutelage or from us in the past. And so I thought it was just, it's just good to talk about what makes, good ones and bad ones and how an investor can, can make a good, smart decision. Well, like you said, there's a lot of turnkey companies, not only in Memphis, but around the country. And there's some startup turnkeys. There's some uh, midsize turnkeys. And then there's some very large established turnkey companies out there. And so, Chris, let me put it back on you first. What do you think the meaning is of a turnkey company what do you think the the definition of that is yeah well you know dad we talk about this all the time that it is so confusing out there today especially with and we'll talk bigger pockets for a second because there's so many investors today that come through bigger pockets so they know about that that online form and the word turnkey is mentioned constantly there's a lot of companies that market with the word turnkey because it you know it's it's glitzy and glamour and a lot of people, it just attracts a lot of eyeballs, but what turnkey really means. And there are just so few companies out there today that follow this model. And for us, it means that whomever you're buying a property from has previously purchased that property, paid for a complete renovation to the property, eliminating deferred maintenance. That's a big one for us anyway. Then they place that property in a management company that they own now. So it's, it's full cycle. It's all, you know, start to finish. Everything is done in one spot. So an investor, you know, they're not told to go call the management company when they have a problem with management. They, they call the company they bought it from, you know, there's, there's one company that raises their hand and says, Hey, we're responsible for everything and for the experience you're going to have. And there's, you know, there's just so few companies out there like that today, but that's a, that's what we really feel is a true turnkey experience for a client. So having said that, and what I mentioned a minute ago is that we see some startup turnkey companies that don't have all of that 
process. They talk about some of those processes, but they don't have them all. Then there's some medium-sized companies, and then, then I, which I think we're a large-sized company with almost 5,000 properties that we manage, and all being single-family homes that are in the turnkey space. But uh, there's a lot of differences between certain type of turnkey companies, and we've seen them come in our office that have uh, vision of wanting to be a turnkey company but really don't have the commitment. And to me, there's a big difference about whether you're going to be in, in this for the long run. And when you're a true turnkey company, it takes a lot of money to be a turnkey company. This year, we're on schedule here after the first quarter here of 2018 to buy somewhere between eight and 900 houses, which means renovating eight to 900 houses, and then, of course, selling eight to 900 houses. And with that comes the obligation of a lot of money that you need to be able to do that. Because today we're, uh, we're buying a house and uh, renovating it and selling it and, and we're completely out of the house in about 115 days from the beginning of that time that we put our money out to the end when an owner actually purchases the house and closes on it. So we're about 115 days and we may have anywhere from 200 to 250 houses out, maybe more at any one time that are in some form of that process right there where we've we've paid them. So you can just do the numbers real quick on what type of money you need. So how do you think companies are getting started today, Chris, out there in the turnkey and being able to uh, go out there and, and get the kind of money they need? But more importantly for our listeners, to be a turnkey company, what do you really need to be able to get started? Well, and it's funny, Dad, I want I want to – answer that but I want to touch on one thing that you said just a second ago do you remember the guys that came in I don't I don't remember their names or anything it was it was a number of years ago they came in from Atlanta and they wanted to they wanted to model us and so they spent what like a day and a half or maybe two days with us because they wanted to they wanted to duplicate what we did you remember what they said when they were leaving this remind me <laughs> these are the guys that looked at us and they kind of smiled and said y'all work too hard oh. this is this is too much work and the last thing they wanted to do was uh go into the turnkey business after they saw what it takes to really be good. Remember that? Yeah, I think they'd read, read some of those four-hour, six-hour work, work week books or eight-hour work week books or something and figured they'd come in here with all the systems and processes that we had and figure out how to do it on the, on the cheap and on the, on the quick turn. Yeah, so it, it's, you know, it just, it's funny that when you were saying that a second ago on what it takes because it really does take – a commitment. It's not just money, but it's a commitment. So how do you, you know, how do these guys get started today? I know a lot of your listeners, they're trying to decipher, um, you know, what makes somebody good or what makes somebody bad. Or they may have, you know, other investors around them that they're trying to counsel or, or that are asking their advice on how to get started. And, you know, the reality is that a good turnkey company today, as you said, they've got, they do have, um, deeper pockets behind them. You know, they have the ability to, as you said, buy and renovate and hold. Because sometimes you have to hold a property. Like you said, for us, it's it's four to five months before, you know, that property moves um, all the way through the system. So it takes good financial backing. It takes a great team. I mean, what are we up to now? Is it, is it have we eclipsed 90 team members? Between 85 and 90 yeah. people that work for us in all five cities that we have now. Yeah, so it's it's not like this is a this is a small thing and that's what I try and tell people. There's there's that idea that you can stay small and keep it all and we know companies that do that. Mm -hmm. We know companies that they're they're turnkey, they run the full turnkey model, 
but when it comes to let's say user experience uh you know what's the what how is it for the investor on the other side probably not as not as good as it could be right that's, that's correct i mean if you don't have the team you can't do those things so we always tell people that you know look at the team right off the bat if if you know, the bigger the numbers are that somebody says they do and the better the service is they say they do, well, then their team has to be big. If somebody says we've got seven total team members that work here, you know, doing hundreds of properties a year, they're, they're probably either inflating what they do or they're just not very good at providing service. They may turn houses out, but that doesn't mean they're going to be good. That doesn't mean they're going to be renovated. It sure doesn't mean that the management experience is going to be good. Well, and then when you when you break it down, and if we take a look at our turnkey process, I think we have today, uh, oh, what do we have? Seven to eight people that work in our buying department in, in a couple of cities. We have uh, probably close to 15 people, 17 that work in our renovation department, which, clu- which includes doing assessments on houses before we buy them, includes doing a renovation list which includes doing move out list uh probably have another couple hundred vendors that work on our rehabs for us at any one time then in our uh, our sales department we have another uh probably uh six or seven people that work in that department in our closing department just to close them that we sell to investors we have three four five ladies that are all involved in that process then in our back office administrative side of the business, we have another four to five people working in that side of the business. And yeah. then we haven't even gotten to the property management side yet, which is another 20 or 30 people that work in that department. That's just in this city, though. Yeah, it's just in Memphis to uh, to support the uh, the processes and the systems that we have to go through with renting a house and managing almost 5,000 properties. Yeah, you know, your particular listeners, the, the entrepreneur out there, the person that, that's attracted to the whole idea of experience matters, you know, you're, they're looking at this company and the way it's set up. And this company is set up, it's kind of funny. This company was always set up for this kind of growth, wasn't it? Because it's just a function of people. You, everything's been departmentalized. Um, everything's been siloed. So everybody has their own piece of the, of the puzzle that they have to do in order for the whole thing to work, Right. And then it's just, if you want to do like, like you just said, we've never done 900 houses in a year before, but when we decide we want to do it, it becomes, we need a little more money. We need a few more people over here in, in renovations. We need maybe one more person to on the buying side. I mean, it just becomes a function of people add a person and you add a hundred houses or whatever it ends up being, you know? Well, with that also comes the processes, the systems, the hiring, the training, and again, all of that stuff over and over again. And again, without some of the systems and the processes and the training that we have in place with our, not only our, uh, our staff, but our executive team that oversees all of this, plus our middle management guys and gals that oversee all of this for us. So we've got a lot of processes we could probably do with the team that we're, that we're gearing up to, to look at other cities right now. We could, uh, probably under this umbrella probably get close to a thousand houses with this where we are today but uh yeah and i want to i know you were i want to give a quick shout out to something though dad mm-hmm. um five cities and i'm not you know again we're well connected to a lot of different turnkey companies out there that whether it's through masterminds or they to say we're mentors to them is a little too strong but 
you know, we, we do give a lot of advice and we'll spend time answering questions. Some people say, why would you do that if they're a competitor? And the, and the reality is that ah, we don't have very many competitors. There's other companies out there. There's just not very many people that do this. In fact, there's none that I know of on the level we do. And no one, what I was going to point out, has figured out how to go to, a, to another city and make, as you've always said, make that kind of like that McDonald's, make the same burger and the same fries. And, you know, everything is exactly the same in each city with the way it does. And you, you mentioned three times their training. And I just wanted to point out that that's been a big focus the last couple of years. You know, through experience, we learned that you can't just open up a new city. You have to, you have to train your people. You have to have a, a set way of training and programs that they have to go through. And, you know, it's not you start on Monday and you're working Tuesday. It's you start on Monday and two weeks later, you're, you're starting to figure out a little bit about what you do, right? Yeah. So let me ask you another question. What is the difference in turnkey companies and how do you find a good turnkey company and know that they're better than other turnkey companies that may be out there? Well, this is a question that gets asked a lot on BP and uh, on bigger pockets. And I've told people one of one of the quickest ways you can find out is, is this person really a turnkey company? You can ask those questions of one, are they investors? Uh, do they own properties in the cities that they're in? Do they manage their own properties and have their own management company? But a big one, and this is one that, that kind of gives you a, a quick indication of are they well-funded or, or are they undercapitalized is you can ask a company, do you negotiate? You know, if somebody, if you find a turnkey company or a turnkey property somewhere for $100,000 and you decided that you think that's too high and you want to offer them $90,000, are they, are they running to the, get the contract done as fast as possible and get you under contract at $90,000? And if so, you can pretty well bet that they're underfunded um they're probably not high quality they are essentially trying to just move things and make a buck here or make a buck there as well as they can and as we both know a good high quality company is going to know their value number one and the value is more than price they're going to know what they bring to the table they're going to they're going to have a price for a purpose you know it's it's not a you just tell me what you want to pay but i'm offering you this property at this price and what you get in return is this really high quality service and somebody that can stick to their price and say that well then they know their value and they're they're well funded because they're not trying to just move property to make money they're actually trying to build something long term you know what i mean mm -hmm. like what we've done here it's a that's a that's a quick fire way for an investor to know Am I dealing with somebody that's just trying to flip houses and make some, you know, quick money off me? Or am I dealing with somebody that's going to be around for a while? That really kind of what they're what they bring to the table matches what I need. So And there's a lot of companies that are coming out as a turnkey company and they they are really. Right. And uh so all I would suggest to our listeners is that depending on what side of this you're on, whether you're an investor getting started or whether you're a potential client of a turnkey company is that you know you know what you're doing up front you know what type of company you're dealing with are they more interested in just selling you a house or selling you an experience and just recently we've changed our model just beginning of this year to again to where we're selling we don't sell one house to anybody anymore that's not that's not our we're selling portfolios now to new and clients. To new clients. A, yeah. minim a minimum of two houses. So an existing investor could buy one 
to build out their portfolio bigger. The investor could yeah. buy their second, yeah. third, or fourth one and continue to build out. But when you really know if you're on the right mark as far as turnkey is if you have your repeat customers, excuse me, your existing customers buying, uh, re- repeating their sales and buying, buying more houses. Right. And that's what we work on every single day. And again, do we talk to these one house buyers? Yes, but we try to show them why it's to their advantage to build a portfolio and not have just one property. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I agree a hundred percent. This is, I keep, it's kind of funny. I keep going back to alluding back to the name of your podcast and the people that listen to it, you know, all your listeners out there, dad, it's, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. It's about the experience that the investor is going to have. We've learned over time that a one house investor does not have the same high level quality experience that an investor with three or four or even five houses will have. It's just a, it's a difference and it's a, it slows them down as an investor. It makes them less excited, you know, about planning for their future. That's we've learned. And so, I mean, why, I guess, again, why would an investor want to, you know, it makes sense to not go out and buy 10 houses in one day, unless you're an experienced investor. But if you're getting started off and you're not, you're not willing to buy two properties with the company you're working with from the beginning, now just two, but if you're not willing to make that kind of commitment to, to improve your experience and get started, well, then they may not be the right turnkey company for you. You know, you may not be ready to get started yet. So all of those things are important as you visualize and analyze what type of investor or business you're going to run when it comes to the turnkey space. Because again, when you get into this turnkey arena, you really, really have to be, you have to really be good at your processes and your systems or it's not going to work long term. And this is a, uh, a big commitment. This is a, a long-term business plan here that you have to develop and work through, including hiring the people that you need to continue to, to build the model out, to manage more houses, to be able to, to service not only your vendors, but your residents and your investors, and, of course, the staff, your employees that work for you. And that's what we try to work on in those four areas to always do better with those four groups of people. But the turnkey space is a really, really big opportunity. If you have uh, pretty deep pockets and you want to make the commitment to get in this space and do it really, really well, and uh, it is it's a, uh, it is a lot of work, and it is, it's a grind, and, uh, but it can be very rewarding for you at the end of the day if you make the full commitment. Chris, let's wrap this up. What else we got on the turnkey platform? Well, I'm I'm sure there will be more coming. I'm sure that there'll be, you know, lots more topics to uh to cover here, you know, real estate related especially and turnkey related. I know that Kevin is uh Kevin is ready to jump back into this seat here and take over this microphone. So uh I appreciate you letting me come on and do a few sessions with you and I'll step in any time that that you want me to. But yeah, I mean there's there's a lot to talk about here. That's what's so great about this. There's This is a, a changing industry. It's growing. We do a lot of articles on it. We do a lot of talking about it. As you alluded to the last time, Dad, we got a book coming out, The Turnkey Revolution. So, I mean, this is this is a topic that, that we'll be talking about forever because really... Well, give me a copy of that book over there again. Let me plug it right here on video as we wrap this one up here for our listeners and our viewers. So... Chris has come out 
with the turnkey revolution i believe it's available where today chris they can pre-order now at barnes and noble at amazon um we even have bulk copies for entrepreneurs out there that want to share with their teams or their clubs and groups at 800 ceo read so lots of lots of places they can go to get the book right now it's going to actually ship and publish on uh, in bookstores on may 4th so there you go it's going to ship and publish on may 4th it's about 200 pages in paperback of a lot of chapters talking about the turnkey revolution. So again, I'm holding it up here by Chris. So encourage you to, to reach out and uh, grab a copy of it and see if it uh, uh, brings you some insights and new ideas to your to your business. Maybe maybe something other also than the, the turnkey platform. So a lot of good ideas, a lot of good content in here. So thank you, Chris, for being on here today. Yeah, man. Again, uh We'll wrap this up by thanking our listeners and viewers for being on here. And again, you can find us on memphisinvest.com, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Leave us questions. We'll be glad to answer them for you, which we do all the time. And again, thank you for joining us today and have a great day. Thank you.